Hello, everybody. Uh, I can't believe I'm on episode eight already. That shit's crazy. But uh, a couple weeks ago, I had put a prompt out on, or a question, I guess, on my Instagram asking people if they wanted me to talk about anything specific. And one of, well, multiple, actually, of the topics were, were very similar. And I think think that people were wording them just slightly differently because everyone's encountered things slightly differently. Um, and so this one um, was brought up multiple times. And what's weird is it was also it's also been brought up in conversations with me and some of my friends lately. So it's just crazy, you know, how everyone seems to be going through similar things. And what's crazy is I've definitely been through it. And I still go through this sometimes. Basically, uh, my topic is the sense of, of being lonely. And when I say lonely, uh, I specifically mean like not being in a relationship. Um, and I think that everyone goes through this, especially when you've not been in a relationship for an extended period of time, but you've had a serious relationship before, or you see a lot of people around you in serious relationships. So for example, um, you know, I was in a very, very serious relationship uh, for pretty darn close to four years. And after that, I definitely was trying to replace what I had. Um, and then I kind of realized, okay, like, I can't replace that. Then I kind of was like, oh, maybe I want to go back to him. But I realized that it wasn't necessarily him that I missed. I mean, it was to an extent, but it really wasn't the person that I missed. It was the happy memories, it was the ease of everything. I missed the comfort and the good times. But then I realized if I were to be with that person again, it wouldn't be the same. It would never be the same ever again. So as much as, you know, I in my mind I could think, oh, if we get back together, we'll have those good times again, that was that was false because he cheated on me. And I knew that from that day forward, I was never going to trust him. So, you know, even when we have those good times together, the moment he's gone and out of my sight, I'm going to worry. I'm going to question him. And one, um, even though he did what he did, you know, it's not fair for someone to be questioned 24-7, especially if, you know, they are making amends and they are trying to be better. So, and he doesn't want to live that way because the more he gets questioned, the more he's like, I'm not even doing it now. But, you know, why not? If you're just questioning me, why not do it anyway? Because you think I am anyway so like hopefully that makes sense but um no one deserves to be questioned like that even if they have done something like you don't want to live like that uh they don't at least and you shouldn't sit there and worry I didn't want to sit there and worry I was like the majority of the time I'd be a freaking stress ball and uh, just a hot mess and I don't want to live my life as a hot mess so it became even though it's hard even though it's hard to move on I had to keep reminding myself, I don't miss him, I miss the person he was, and I miss the relationship we had, but we can never get back to that point again that is in the past. And I had to remind myself that, because I even find myself sometimes still questioning that, like, you know, if we got back together, would it work? And the answer is no. The answer is absolutely no. He has changed so much as a person. I've changed so much as a person. We are not the same people we were when we were dating, and we would never work. Do I still have a soft spot in my heart? And can you have a soft spot in your heart for someone that you've once been with? Absolutely. You can still care about them. You can still love them. Um, because, I mean, they were a big part of your life, and they were someone that you spent a lot of time with and shared memories with and so on. Um, but at the end of the day, you need to realize that, you know, if they're not in your life anymore, it's for a reason and you can never get back once you never get back what you once had. Um, so that's, that's the first thing that I, I want to point out there. And then moving forward from that though, like going into single life, 
is hard because you have to rebuild your routine. And I found myself doing this fairly recently with my last uh, relationship. And even though we weren't together a crazy long time, we'd built up a routine. So, you know, we woke up to, I basically woke up to him FaceTiming me every single day. And we texted and Snapchatted all throughout the day. And he'd usually call me on his lunch. And I knew when his lunch was because he had the same work schedule every day. Well, then he gets off work and he FaceTimes me uh, after work or even when they're getting ready to close or whatever. And then we'd FaceTime basically until we both went to sleep. And then almost every weekend I would go see him. So, you know, I built up a routine and, and my life started to revolve around that. And with that said, don't build a routine with someone until you're further down the road. And um, I'm not saying that like, a well, don't do things with them. Like, don't talk to them all day. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But, you know, if they call you every day when they're off work and that starts becoming something you look, you, you set aside time for, like, that's great and that's dandy. But if it's not going to work that day, like if you're, if you have plans or something, or someone asks you to do something and you're like, Oh, I really wanted to go to dinner with this person. But at five o'clock, someone or other calls me. No, don't do that. Don't start setting aside things that you enjoy and you love to give that person that time. It's okay to not talk to them at five o'clock every single day. And they need to understand that too. Like as much as, you know, a person is a priority in your life, you need to prioritize your interests, your hobbies, and the other people in your life as well, whether it's friendships, family, um, even if it's as simple as, you know, every Thursday, like for example, I used to go dancing every Thursday when I lived in Oregon. If that's something you do every Thursday, don't give that up. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while, you know, if they're like, Hey, you know, I, I got us tickets to a freaking baseball game. Do you want to go? It's on Thursday. And you're like, Oh, normally I go dancing. You know what? I'll skip this one week, but next week I want to go dancing or instead. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go dancing on Saturday now. Like make the time for the things that you enjoy and don't give those up because the moment you give those up, you're also giving up the person that they should be um, you know, falling for that they should be interested in. And once you start becoming like a shell of a person and your life starts revolving around them. And like, I'm, like I said, you can still make plans with them and, and give the correct effort, but also make sure you're putting yourself as a priority because that's something I found I stopped doing. Um, when I start seeing someone is I stop making myself a priority. And I think that's honestly where I go wrong too. Um, and I've talked about this with my mom. I've, I've read books about this lately, you need to show that you have a life and you have individuality and that's why someone should start liking you, you know, because you uh, have these hobbies, because you have um, these interests and they're like, oh, you know what, I have that interest too or, you know, that's not my thing, but that's really cool and like I support you in your hobby or whatever it may be, but also like stop making yourself so damn available to people. Um, I'm getting so off topic here because this is not at all the subject that people have requested, but I think it's important. Stop making yourself so available. And if you have plans ahead of time and then last minute, they're like, hey, you want to go do this? If it works out, cool. But if you have plans with other things, like do not feel ashamed to be like, no, I'm sorry. Like I'd love to, but I can't because I have these plans. And I found myself doing that this last weekend, actually. Um, you know, I'm one of those people that I am a planner and I understand not everyone um, is a planner. No one, op not everyone operates that way. And not everyone has the ability to operate that way with, you know, jobs and stuff like that. But um, 
I'm one of those people where I'm like, okay, you know, it's the weekend. Like I sit at home because I work from home all week. Like I want to go do things. And so um, I had made plans with someone and then they were like, hey, like it's it's probably not going to work out. Like I'm, I'm going to work. And I was like, okay, like that's fine. Cool. No problem. No big deal. So I made other plans because I was under the impression that they were going to continue working. So I was like, no big deal. Like I'll make other plans. So I made other plans. And then they got upset um, because I wasn't available anymore. And I'm like, you told me you weren't going to be available. So I made other plans. Like, I'm not just going to sit around. That's the other thing is I'm like, you shouldn't sit around and wait for that person. You shouldn't, if they're like, Hey, it may work on Friday. You can be like, okay, as of right now, I have Friday open. Um, you know, let me know as soon as possible before I make other plans. Like you can be upfront about it. Like I'm one of those people that I'm like, Hey, it's first come first serve to hang out with me. And that includes relationships, family, and friends. So if my friend texts me and is like, Hey, let's do dinner on Friday. And I say, yes, sorry, everybody. Like she got to me first. Oh, my family's doing dinner. Sorry. I already made plans with someone or other. Like, it's just how it is. Like I'm a first come first serve sort of plans person. And, um, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to bail on other people to see other people, you know, like if I made plans with you, I'm going to follow through with it unless it's absolutely dire. Like, Hey, you know, um, like I, I bailed on some, some plans last minute because I was like, Hey, like my car, I got rear-ended. Yeah. Fun fact. I just got rear-ended, um, a couple days ago. I actually spent a lot of today, um, in recovery and dealing with that bullshit because insurance is a freaking nightmare. Um, and I still don't have a rental car, but that's besides the point. Um, but anyway, don't make yourself so available. Prioritize your time. Don't sit around waiting for someone, yada, yada. That's not the topic I'm trying to get into today. But the main topic I'm trying to get into today is the sense of loneliness. Um, like I mentioned before, when you come out of a relationship or if you've been single for a long time or whatever. And what's so weird is, you know, I'm not, I don't consider myself old. I, I joke, you know, that I'm old, but I don't consider myself old. I mean, I'm only 25, but uh, the majority of my friends here in Texas, in fact, all of them, I'm like trying to think about it now, almost like all of them, I... I am the oldest. I am the oldest out of all of my friends here in Texas. Um, and uh, basically, like, it, I'm not a lot older by all means. It's not like I'm, you know, the grandma of the group. But I'm mm, about, I would say, at least a year. At least a year. More like two. There's a solid, like, two-year age gap between me and the majority of my friends here in Texas. And so, but even even people who are closer to my age, like, I, this sounds terrible or like conceited, but I feel like I'm a little bit more advanced in some of the things that I've, I've done, um, it, for my age group. I mean, I'm, I already bought a house. I have a full-time job, yada, yada. Like it's those types of things. And so, um, I've been through a lot in, you know, a short amount of time and I've accomplished a lot in a short amount of time. By all means, I'm not like all up here on my high horse and top of the pedestal, but because of where I'm at, like, I've already been through a lot of the things that my friends are going through. And so, um, it's kind of nice being able to provide that insight and that advice to them on those things. Um, I love giving advice to people, especially when it's like logistical advice, like, oh, you want to buy a house? Well, guess what? Now I know all the ins and outs and yada, yada. Uh, oh, you want to file your taxes? Let me tell you all the tips and secrets because I notice it's a lot of things that have to do with like money and stuff like that because I am a deal finder and whatnot. Um, 
but anyway, lately, um, a lot of my friends have, have said the whole, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to rush a relationship sort of thing, but I want to, I do want to be in a relationship. Like I'm lonely and I've been there and I've been there a million times and it took me, I would say minimum two years to understand that it's okay to be single and it's okay to learn to be by yourself. And honestly, sometimes I think I've learned to be by myself and alone a little too too well. Uh, <laughs> I do very, very well on my own. And I find that now I even get annoyed by people who hover um, or want to be in my space all the time. So I'm like, if I want to spend every single day with you and I want to talk to you every single day, like you are a special kind of person because there is literally no one in this world that I even talk to every single day. Like there's a, I mean, even my roommate and I, like the only reason we talk every single day, I think is because we live together. Like otherwise, if we were, if we lived in separate houses, I don't think we'd text every single day. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you don't have to talk to people every single day. I'm just saying like, if I do want to talk to you every single day, like you're a special type of person. And, um, so that's what I mean. Like I've gotten really good at being alone and almost to the point where like people who are in my space all the time, like it bothers me. And that's why I was, I think I was so head over heels for the last guy that I was kind of dating is because I could spend every second with him and I was totally fine and happy. Like that's rare for me to find. And so part of me is like, I'll give someone a trial period, but I can usually tell within like a week of spending time together if they're going to annoy me or not. And, um, maybe that's a blessing and a curse all in one, but, uh, basically when it comes to that lonely feeling and and what I mean by this, and let me put some instances out there to see if maybe you guys relate to these, um, you know, going out and seeing couples together. And even if you're like, I didn't want to come here with a date, but then you see everyone with other, like other people with dates and you're kind of like, Oh, like, like, I would go dancing, and I'm like, I don't have a permanent dance partner. Like, I don't have a boyfriend that I can be like, go dance with me to this song. Like, I'd have to look for a friend, and then sometimes they're dancing with other people, or they're dancing with their girlfriend or whatever. And so, it's like not having that person to do those things with. Um, or maybe it's the sense of, like, you don't have someone who genuinely cares to talk to you about your day anymore, you know? Um, maybe it's, you know, one that I, I frequently found that was really hard for me uh, was Holidays. And I don't necessarily mean because, you know, you see all the Hallmark, like, love stories or, you know, you see all the cute couples doing cute Christmassy things. For me, it was hard because I would go to family Christmases, family events, and pretty much everyone was coupled up. I mean, the last one, the last one I went to was, um a Christmas, then um, this is actually a couple of years ago, but it sticks out in my mind was we went to, my family rented a cabin and we went and basically it was my mom and dad, you know, they're coupled up. My brother had his boyfriend. They were coupled up. My cousin had his, I can't remember if they were engaged at the time, um, but girlfriend or fiance, they were coupled up. My aunt and uncle are coupled up. Um, and then my grandpa and my cousin who were both single, um, 
they were kind of like buddy buddy you know talking cars fishing outdoors whatever so then there was just me and I mean obviously I'm with family like I'm loving my family time but it's hard when you know everyone sits down at the dinner table and they're all sitting next to each other or they've gotten each other gifts or they're taking you know a cute photo we do a family photo and then oh okay like you and like my brother and his boyfriend like you guys can take a picture now too like I don't know that was like the hardest part for me is I hated going to those family events and it wasn't because I hated my family it was because I was like I'm always like the last one out like if I'm gonna take a picture it's me by myself or it's the family photo which is fine but it kind of sucks at the same time. It's almost like a, I can't, it's, and it's not that I wanted someone there in that moment, but it made me excited or it made me eager to have that moment in the future. But that's the thing is like, I sat there and I'm like, you know what, as sad as I am to be by myself and as sad as I am to not be in a relationship, I'm, I'm happy not in a relationship. And I also realized that I don't want to rush one. And that's the biggest thing is I think a lot of people, um, get too lonely or, um, you know, get, get to a point where they're like, I just want someone and then they rush it or they force it. And then, uh, it doesn't work out or, you know, it doesn't happen for whatever reason. And, or they get their hopes up about one guy. They're like, Oh, I'm really interested. Like this is going to be it. And then it doesn't work out for whatever reason. And then, you know, you get crushed all over again. And so if you just wait and be patient, someone will come along. And I also believe that anyone you do meet and anyone you do go on a couple dates with, anyone you date for a while, you know, they, if I saw this thing and it was like, um, every person you meet, you know, is is a lesson. If, if they don't end up being your person, they show you what you do and don't want in your person, you know, like you're going to learn from it. And I think that is a great way to look at it. Um, I also, like I said, am one of those people that's like, I date to marry. Like if you're not dating to marry, you're dating for a breakup. Like that's just, that's literally what you're doing. You know, you, if you're not dating them, cause you're like, Oh, I could see myself marrying them. Then yeah, you're like, well, I guess eventually we'll just break up, like, no big deal, um, which is, is not how you should function at all, um, that's, no, don't do that, um, (laughs) but, um, I think, like, the other part of it is, you know, finding someone that makes you a priority, and you make them a priority, too, you don't want to be someone's option, like, um, Okay, I'm scrolling through my phone trying to find the quote, and I found it. Um, I have this motivation app, and I 10 out of 10 recommend it. It's, I can't remember what it's called, but I'll read you this quote. No relationship is ever a waste of time. If it didn't bring you what you want, it taught you what you don't want. Boom. Roasted. Um, But (laughs) that's definitely, and there's a couple that are are along those lines, obviously, but um, that's kind of the gist. But it's literally called motivation. Um, I don't know if I can, like, look up whole app but um it's it's great I love this app oh there it is yeah it's literally called motivation and it's like a little black box obviously and it has a white circle in it and then like a quotation um but it's great and like what's cool is when you download the app it'll be like what kind of motivational quotes do you want like what topics and so I think I put work self-love relationship and something else. There was like a bunch of different categories. Um, I know there was like religion and and faith and stuff like that in there too. So um, it's a pretty cool app. Um, I set up the widget so that I don't 
have to just wait for the notification and it changes throughout the day like I think I get like six different quotes or something throughout the day basically every time I open my phone um I swear there's a new quote there which is really cool um and it's just one of those things because like I also love the quotes on Instagram and so I'll scroll through and I'm like oh I'm gonna save that oh I'm gonna save that but um so there's something like satisfying about like reading those and what's cool is you can like them um which is why I was able to go back and find that one quote and then it saves them for you and you can do like different categories so maybe I should make a category that's like save this and talk about this on your podcast but uh anyway back to what I was saying being lonely um it's okay it's okay to have those feelings and I was literally just talking about this with one of my friends um we were uh in the car together and it kind of pissed me off not not her feeling lonely but one of the guys in the car was like saying this is degrading to yourself and I'm like, I got so mad. I was inst- I was already kind of irritated, long story short. But um, I got so irritated. And I was like, there's nothing degrading about being lonely and recognizing that you're lonely. Okay? There is absolutely nothing degrading about that. And I'll be honest, I kind of went off on him. And he shut up and ended up not talking the rest of the car ride. But um, there's nothing degrading about that. There's nothing degrading about recognizing your feelings. And there's nothing, whether it's loneliness, sadness, um, anger, um, happiness, resentment, like whatever you're feeling, recognizing that feeling is such a good thing and such a healthy um, thing to do. So don't, no, it's not degrading in any way. And honestly, I have not talked to that guy basically since then, because I was like, that is like the one, that's the worst thing you could possibly ever say, because I know you've been in that situation. And do you want me to sit over there and be like, well, you're fucking stupid for sitting there and feeling sad for yourself? Like, no. And sometimes I do look at people when they're like having a pity party. But for me, I'm like, it's not that like, you having a pity party is a bad thing, but I'm like, listen, you have five minutes to feel sad for yourself, but after that, like, you need to stop complaining about it, and it's time to do something about it. Like, you're not, like, I'm not, I'm not one for pity parties, because, listen, tell me what the problem is, be sad about it, now let's find a solution, okay? Like, we're not gonna sit here and pout about it for days and days and days on end, um, and I try not to do that myself. I know sometimes I definitely do, and everybody does, but ultimately, like, I think that's what, I struggle with in friendships is I'm so blunt and I'm like listen I don't care about your tears anymore like we're gonna figure your shit out um I think that's a lot of people are like you're so mean or like you're so blunt or forward and I'm like yeah because guess what being sad and sitting here crying about it isn't gonna help so what are you gonna do about it like what are we gonna do to fix the problem so um forewarning anyone who is wanting to be friends with me that's how I operate but uh but um Anyway, like, basically, like, own your feelings, and it's okay to be sad, and honestly, like, just, you can't make those feelings go away. It's not like one day you wake up and you're like, I'm not sad, I'm lonely anymore. Like, you're gonna have those moments, but you can wake up and you can be like, you know what, today I I wish I had someone with me, I wish I had my person, but I recognize that um, the right person will come along when the time is right. And I'm not going to have to force it. I'm not going to have to pull fucking teeth to date someone like, and they're going to appreciate me and they're going to understand that, you know, who I am is who I am and, and whatnot. So, um, it's okay. Have those moments, feel lonely, be sad and, and upset that you're single because I still have those moments. I'm like, 
And, and it's, I feel like there are moments where you're, you don't necessarily look at yourself and you're like, I'm so sad I'm single. But like, maybe it's moments where you're like, I don't understand why it's not working out with anyone. Or I don't understand what's wrong with me. Um, and if you're listening to this and you are listening to me say these things, I hope that you go, oh my God, I've literally said that. Because these are all things I've said. I've been like, I don't understand what's wrong with me. I don't understand why people don't like me. I don't understand why no one sticks around. Um, and it's all that I don't understand stuff. And the thing is, is you'll never understand why someone doesn't want you. We'll never understand why someone doesn't like you. You'll never, you will never get that, um, I don't want to say closure, but that answer, I guess. You'll never get that reasoning. Um, and why, like, why maybe you were vibing with someone versus they weren't vibing with you. But I mean, think about it the other way. Like, when you don't vibe with someone and you cut it off, maybe they feel the same way. Like, I don't understand why I didn't work with her or him because I was vibing them. Um, but think about it your way. You're like, there's just something missing, you know? And it's okay for people to look at you and be like, you're missing something. It doesn't mean that you are literally missing something. You could be the full fucking package, but at the wrong address. Okay, honey. And, um, I love that quote because it's so cheesy, but it's so true because I look at myself and again, this is going to sound very conceited, but I'm like, I got my shit together. Like I'm great. But, um, you know, if, if I'm great, to the wrong person, they're, they don't care. You know, they, they, they don't give a shit. They're not going to recognize it. They may look at me and be like, wow, she's absolutely great, but I'm not ready for her or, and the, a lot of the times I get the, um, I'm not ready for you or, uh, you're too good for me or whatever. And that's them basically saying like, you're not my person because for whatever reason, you know, they have their own things they need to work out. And I've come to realize that. And, um, you know, it's, it's finding the person that looks at you and is like, even if they look at you and they're like, you're technically, like in some ways you're so much better than I am, or like, you're so much more advanced or you're smarter than me. Like I was literally talking to someone about this this last weekend and they were like, I want someone better than me. And I'm like, what? Like really? And they were like, no, really? Like I want someone better than me because they will push me to be better for myself. And I was like, holy crap, that's a great way to look at it. And I started thinking about that where I was like, I want someone that I think is better than me, whether they actually are or not. Like I want someone that I feel is somewhat better than me because they will push me to be good enough for them or be better for them or whatever it may be but they they need to look at me like if you are with someone and you're like they're better than me they need to look at you and think the same thing where they're like this person and it doesn't necessarily have to be the words better like you don't have to look at someone and be like they're better than me or I'm better than them but you know like this person has something about them that makes me want to be worth it that makes me want to be better and I think that is a great way to look at it so when the right person comes along they're going to look at you and they're going to be like, this person makes me better for whatever reason it may be. But they're going to look at you and they're going to be like, you make me better. You make me, you know, happier. You make me have a reason to wake up and go to work and you give me a reason to get on my phone during the day or what, you know, like it's maybe stupid, small reasons like that, but they'll build. And so when you're lonely, just think about that. That just, it just means your person hasn't come along. And I know that that, again, you're like, well, when will they come along? Well, I don't fucking know, okay? And you may meet people and you're like, this is my person and it may not work out. But like I said before, like I said before, you can be the whole package at the wrong address and whatever relationships don't work out, you know, 
they they taught you something take everything as a lesson and that's what I've learned to do and you can be sad that they didn't work out and you can sit there and be like I don't understand what I didn't have like again like I said it's okay to have those feelings and to recognize those feelings but don't embody them okay like don't let them become your identity and don't let them ruin your self-confidence because I guarantee you you're fucking phenomenal and whoever's listening to this and I guarantee you that you have so much to offer a person and it's not your fault that they either one couldn't see it two didn't appreciate it or three you know didn't want it what for whatever reason you know so don't don't let it get to you and it's okay to be lonely and just remember that you know I'm basically going on being single for 4 years. Yes, I've been in short little dating situationships and I guess technically if you want to count them to relationships over the last couple months, um basically the last year. Um but I mean each of those only lasted like two months. So it's like at that point do you even count them as a relationship like can you um I talked about that in another episode where I'm like, how do you actually classify? Like, who do you count as exes and boyfriends and stuff? Because I feel like in this day and age, dating is really hard and classifying relationships is even fucking harder. So, but anyway, it's okay to be lonely. It's okay to have those moments. Don't look at yourself. Just basically don't get down on yourself about it. Like, don't sit there and think something is wrong with you because I know that that's what I used to do and now I have those moments that I'm like damn I wish that I had someone but now I realize I one don't want to force anything I'm not going to beg someone to be with me and I know the right person will come along and it'll be great and you just have to listen to your gut and listen to your heart listen to your head listen to whatever um just listen to that little voice inside you that's like this is my person or this is not and um yeah So hopefully this helps a lot of people because I feel like a lot of people go through this and I know I went through this and I, like I said, I still go through it every now and then, but now I know my answer to it is I'm not missing anything and there's nothing wrong with me. It's just, I haven't found my person yet and that's okay. So, um, I hope you guys have a great weekend and bye.